you. Welcome to Westlar Jest. I'm your host, Moral Capitalist. If you're on Instagram, at the Moral Cap. For those of you who are new, welcome. The term means a person that refocuses economic activity towards the improvement of human lives and ensuring that nobody's left behind along the way. Thank you for joining me for this episode. This episode is titled Cram for the Vote. And on this episode, we'll just simply be going over my picks for the upcoming California election, June 7, 2022. It should be a nice one real quick. I don't plan on having this episode be long because it's not, it doesn't really require much um, to tell you who I'm picking and why I'm picking them. And then if you have any other questions, you can follow me up on the Instagram or on the blog because that's where I'll be posting my picks in detail. So let's begin. So yeah, it's that time again, guys. Election time. I really let this election sneak up on me. And once again, I find myself unprepared. I guess it's a good thing that there's no props on this ballot, which gives us more time to focus on the candidates. With the need to still simplify and fit it into my schedule, I decided to only focus on the candidates that are endorsed by a political party. We have four of them out here. We have the Democrats, Republican, Peace and Freedom, and Green Party. Those are the four main parties right in our state election. And I will mainly be focusing on the third party candidates since those are the ones we know least about. And to do that, I will be studying the voter resource that they sent out via mail. I'll be looking on the internet um, at Ballotpedia and then campaign websites and others to get the information I need to make my decision. Um, I suggest everyone else do the same. Because how else will you make an informed decision if you're not doing the work? So, first impression. I'm paying attention to the candidates that use common email domains. um, Because I feel like that's more grassroots and in touch with everyday people. Instead of the ones who have the big corporate donors and machines behind them that have big, that have nicely put together websites but no substance. Um, That's what I'm doing though. So let's look into it. As for the rules, you can vote in person up to 10 days prior to the election. In California, you would automatically receive a ballot before every election. And then you can drop that off up to 28 days before the election in those special marked boxes. They'll tell you where they're at. Um, There's even same-day registration. So there's a lot of plenty of ways to do it. And if you do mail in your ballot, you can track it online. So they make it pretty nice and pretty modern to, you know, vote in California. The thing is, referring to the voter reference guide that they give out, the candidates may buy space for their statement in the voter guide, which seems unfair for the people who don't have large donation pots or super PACs behind them, or even just everyday struggling people to make, you know, to make the ends meet. How are they going to afford this space? It's pretty expensive. But that's why I guess we have spending limits, right? Which are something. So spending limits are almost $10 million for governor, almost $7 million for lieutenant governor and remaining constitutional offices like secretary of state, treasurer, so on and so on and forth, and almost $2 million for members of the Board of Equalization, which I really still don't know what that does for real. I think it's something to do with schools, but, you know, it is be making up stuff as they go along. Um, almost all the candidates for governor accepted the campaign spending limits except like a handful of them, which are like seven of them. Seven out of 26. Um, All except two candidates running for lieutenant governor accepted the spending limits. Um, And most of the other candidates in the other offices accepted the spending limits. So no problems with them except for with the governor races. That's where most of the 
people decide not to accept them. Which, you know, I guess why, because California's a big state. I guess they want to spend all they can for it. So, let's go through my picks really quickly. Well, as quickly as I can. We have, first on our ballot, we have Governor. Um, we have the incumbent, Gavin Newsom, running, endorsed by Democrats, against 25 other people. In my book, I don't have the re- the Republicans endorsing anybody. Uh, and then I have the Peace and Freedom Party and the Green Party endorsing the same person, which Luis Javier Rodriguez. Um, for those who know me, you know I'm not a fan of our governor, so I'm most likely will be going with Luis Javier Rodriguez. Um, looking on his website, I like a lot of the things he said and a lot of things he stands for. I should suggest you also take a look because he seems like a good candidate and a good choice to be a good governor. Next, we have lieutenant governor. Um, so we have the same, the, the incumbent and Democratic endorsed candidate, Eleni K, because her last name is a little too complicated to pronounce, um, for the Demo- or that was for Democrats. And then for the Republicans, they endorse a David Fennell. Yeah. And then the Peace and Freedom and Green Party endorse the same person again, which was Muhammad Arif. Um, so out of the three, I'm indifferent towards the, the incumbent, the Democratic governor right now. Um, and may go with the Muhammad. So, that's where I'm at with that. Side note, Mr. Prospective Governor Luis Javier Rodriguez wanted to support a candidate named Crystal Sanchez for Lieutenant Governor. She's the head of um, Sacramento Union of the Homeless. But her name is not on my ballot, so I guess we would have to write her in if you want her. She would also be another good candidate. I believe so, yeah. Write her in if I wanted to, but I think I'd probably go with Mahomet since I don't feel like writing anybody in as of now. Okay. Hmm. As for Secretary of State, we have the Democratic incumbent and endorsed candidate, Shirley N. Weber. Um, once again, my book doesn't show a, a Republican endorsed candidate, but we're going to be looking into Rob Bernonski. And then for the Peace and Freedom and Green Party, endorsing the same person again. Um, this one being Gary N. Blanner. Okay, so for this this office, I, I voted for Shirley N. Weber, Miss Weber. I voted for her and for the other positions in the past. I had no issue with her. My thing is, I want to know where she stands with ranked choice voting. That's who gets my vote. And right now, it'll be the Green Party and Peace and Freedom Party endorsed candidate Gary N. Blanner with his stance on ranked choice voting. He's for it. I'm for it. He sounds like a good candidate for me. So that's probably what's going to be getting my vote this time around. And once again, you guys can look into their websites and read up on them. Your your issues aren't my issues. So you may have different stances, different perspectives. So yeah, go look into them. I will say that um, this election, a lot of the people, the, the non-famous people, who won't go out the name recognition, are, have hard to find websites and hard to find information and the websites they do have are kind of one pagers and not very um detailed so that's another thing i didn't really care for this time around but you do what you gotta do and then sorry let me go continue yeah that was for secretary of state so moving on senate the senate one's gonna be interesting this year because um we have to vote for the senator to complete the current term that VP Harris left, and then we got to pick for the new term senator. So, 
The same person's up for it, and he's the incumbent. He's the guy who's doing it now. His name is Alex Cedilla. My book is really trash. It's, they spell his name. They they actually misspelled the whole thing. It's they call him Steven. So I'm or Steve. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what's right on these dang books anymore. So I had to look it up all online. But anyways, no Republican endorsed in my book. Um, PNF and Green Party endorsed John T. Parker. Um, from his website, he looks like he's gonna be a tough pill to swallow for DC. Um, so I might be voting for him for the whole term and then vote for Alex to keep doing, to finish up his current term. I actually voted for Alex in the past for other things, for like, I think Secretary of State or something. Um, that was fun. I like him. My only issue is I think he's more of a establishment. All right. Next we have Controller. So the ones endorsed, Dems endorsed Malia M. Cohen. No Republican endorsement in my book. But naturally, we'll be looking at Lehane Shane. And the PF and Green Party endorsed Laura Wells. All right, so for me, Miss Cohen will not be getting my vote. Yeah, she won't be getting my vote. Okay, so read up on her, do your research. She's right now, currently, she's on the Franchise Tax Board. And we still have that $800 tax for LLCs and small businesses. I don't like that. That's bad judgment. That should have been changed. I don't like that. So anybody who votes to get that off is kind of my person. Yeah. And so it actually is actually going to be between Laura Wells and Lehan Shen for my vote for controller. And then we get to treasurer. Fiona Ma is a Democrats endorsed candidate. No endorsed Republican candidate. Um, but I like Andrew Du. And then the PEF and Green Party endorsed Megan, Mayhan or Megan, Megan Adams. Yeah, I'm liking Andrew Dew out of all of them. Fiona Ma's not terrible. Didn't vote for her, but she's not terrible. Um, but yeah, she don't do, she doesn't do enough for me. That's the only thing. If she did a little bit more, I'd be a little bit more happier. But she don't. For Attorney General, Democrats endorsed Rob Bonta. No Republican endorsement. Um, I'm looking to Eric Early. The PF and Green Party endorsed Dan Kapilovitz. But I'm leaning towards Dan or Rob. That's what I'm leaning towards. So, hmm. Decisions, decisions. For Insurance Commissioner, the Democrats endorsed Rico Lara. No Republican endorsed Sean. PF and Green Party endorsed Natalie Haritzi. So, yep. It's between Lara and Haritzi. Ooh, it's gonna be a hard choice. I don't know if I'm. I'm I, I have no. I think I voted for Ricardo before, so I don't. Sure. I, I don't think he did anything wrong. I don't think he's doing anything wrong. So I'm. I'm leaning towards him. And then last but not least, we have the U.S. Representative District Fifty One. So Democrats endorsed Sarah Jacobs. Republican endorsed Stan Kaplan. Um, and then the PF and Green Party endorsed Jose Cortez. So if you know me, I'm not a really supporter of Sarah Jacobs. I didn't vote for her. Goldman should have got that. That's besides the point. She goes to Congress and just sides with the establishment and Nancy Pelosi. I don't need that. Um, Stan Kaplan, bro, was okay. Kept getting worse. It's like his page kept getting worse. It's a no for me, though. So yeah, I'll be voting for Jose Cortez for a representative. Get it up there. Get out there and shake it up.
All right, and that was just a really quick rundown of who I'm voting for in this upcoming California election, June 7th, 2022. Make sure y'all go vote, y'all. Let's do this. Vote for your people. Make the right choices. Make a difference. And then we'll see you on the next episode. And Lian Chang or Chan. We'll be looking at Li Han Chang. Li Han. Li Han. Li Han Li Han Shane. Li Han? Or is it La Han? La Han Shane.